Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our beautiful and honored guest is Susie Crawford. She is the founder of susiecrawford.com, and she's a business coach. I can't wait to learn about her. She's a mom of three and um, how she maintains her vitality. But first, um, let's hear about you and why and how you got into business coaching. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So why I got into business coaching, my background is a little interesting. So I've been in business for 14 years. I was in marketing for the majority of the time, and my background has not always been in entrepreneurship or running a business, but I always wanted it to be. Um, I, I was at Google for seven years. I was in the tech world. After that, I went to lead marketing at a startup. And, you know, if we've rewind to the past three years, I actually started a consulting business on the side while I was at Google. And I always tell people it was my side hustle. That wasn't really a side hustle. That was like a full-time hustle while I had a full-time job that was really demanding and raising three kids. So it was wild. Um, but I, it was a great experience. I tell people I got it to six figures in 90 days, and I don't recommend that for anyone doing it as a side hustle because it was um, exhausting, but I learned a lot. And, you know, in my time working in the tech world, I got to work with a ton of startups, a ton of startups that were raising money. I got to help them raise money and, you know, do the whole venture capital side. But one thing I realized was all of these tech startups, you know, if you, well, you know, you lived in in Northern California, you probably saw plenty of the startup world. They have access to a lot, right? They have access to capital and Mm -hmm. more importantly, they have access to knowledge. Um, They have access to a lot of the insider knowledge that when you work in the tech world, you think is available to everyone, but it really isn't. And I took a step back and I saw how many people were helping these startups with everything. And I realized what I want to do is just take all of that information and then translate it to female entrepreneurs, female solopreneurs, rather, you know, female business owners that are starting a business from scratch and don't have access to that capital, don't have access to that knowledge. And so that's what I'm doing with my coaching business. And I love it. I'm working with female entrepreneurs, whether they're coaches, consultants, everything. Um, I have a lot of different clients right now. And we're taking their businesses from zero to empire really fast. And I love it. I'm teaching them everything I learned from the tech world, but now um, translating it into their business. Amazing. That's so exciting. For those of you who can't see her, she's magnificent. I asked you (laughs) if she was related to Cindy Crawford because she's gorgeous. She could be. And so she is, you know, beaming with vitality. So not only is she running her business, um, but she's also got uh, three children. And so I always like honor the mother. I'm also a mom, but not of three. And it's really, uh, it's really tricky to be a wife, to be a mom and also to run your business. Um, so I just was curious how you are able to, you know, maintain your vitality because you're clearly really vital and healthy and beautiful. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think I was always this way until I put 
my vitality, my mental health, my physical health, all of it first. Um, I, I, if you would have asked me this, maybe, I don't know, five years ago, my, my first son is five. Yeah. So five years ago, it was not this way. I was struggling. I had postpartum. It was a really, really hard time. And I, I don't, I did not feel this way. I didn't feel this good about myself. I was, you know, just now becoming a mom and kind of going from, you know, where work unfortunately was my identity to now I had a child and I was, my identity was transitioning. I didn't know how to grasp that, how to, how to be the mom, the wife, the, you know, the corporate executive. Um, and I had to really kind of form my new identity and realize what was important to me. And so no matter what, always, it's going to be family first, you know, regardless if I've I'm in, I'm in the corporate world or running my own business. It's always family first, no matter, no matter what. And I think when you come at it with that mentality, your business is going to thrive no matter what, because you're thriving. But when you're struggling and you're, you know, putting things before your own well-being or your family's well-being, then everything kind of suffers. For sure. For sure. I mean, I would challenge you um, around like your health first, you know, and family, like they're tied for first place, but like without your health, like you really can't be there for your family first. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So I would just challenge that only because the women listening are mostly like us. They're moms, they're entrepreneurs, and many of them are looking to pivot because they don't like their jobs anymore. They realize, like, I think COVID was a great awakening. And many of them have a lot of fear in going into business for themselves. And if they had like a, a magic ticket, which it sounds like you are, uh, to help them succeed, um, you know, what does the process look like for a female entrepreneur who is a solopreneur? Um, and, you know, how she starts with you? Like, what does the process look like? So it depends on where they are, but let's say someone's starting from the very beginning, just at the stage of, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to do something. I have clients that are, that come to me with that. And it's really about finding out like what makes you shine, what makes you happy and building a business out of it. Because just like you said, COVID showed us that, we don't have to rely on these big companies to pay us. We can get paid for our own magic. It's finding out what that is and really monetizing it because everything is mon like you can make money doing what you love. It's really finding that out. So we start with that. We find, we find out what makes you happy. We build the business strategy around it. And what I always tell people is, before going into anything, I like to build out the roadmap because what I, I've realized with a lot of my clients is what helps them kind of keep going. Because as we know, as entrepreneurs, it's hard to keep going sometimes yeah. when you don't know what the next step is. You don't know what you see, you know, the final like step 10 as the goal, but it feels so far when you build out the roadmap, it doesn't matter what step 10 is. What matters is like step two, then step three. So creating that with them and then holding them accountable, holding their hand, working through it with them to get to that final goal. That's what it looks like. Mm, awesome. Yeah. I mean, you have this unique combination of tech and marketing and, and <laughs> marketing is changing so fast. I mean, it's it like literally day to day, the algorithms, the pixels, the <laughs> the new things like, you know, and then there's this, there's this huge thing with hacking and at Facebook, some, some of our accounts are disabled, you know, you can't even advertise. Like it's so challenging. Um, so you have something coming up uh, around marketing uh, outside of your one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's like a yeah. group, is it a group program or what is it? I do. So I have a group program now that where I have an amazing group of, of women and it. it's called rise. And 
it'll be ending in about a month and I'm going to be relaunching it pretty soon in mid-November. And I'm so excited for it. It's called Rise Now. It might go through a reband, rebrand TBD, but um, it's going to be focused around marketing. It's going to be focused around how can you implement, you know, marketing, marketing, automation, ads, and, you know, marry that with your organic strategy to scale fast. One of the things I noticed, you know, coming out of the tech world, going into this world where I work with solopreneurs is a lot of the mindset is I shouldn't run ads yet. I can't run ads if I'm too small. I have to spend a big budget in order to run ads. My account might get shut down. All of these things that are absolutely not true. You don't have to wait until you're making, you know, 20K per month in order to run ads. You actually should run it in the beginning. Um, so I like to teach those strategies from the start. I also like to teach people that you don't need to spend thousands of dollars a month in order to see return. And you don't need to spend tens of thousands on an agency in order to see success. You can run it yourself. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. I'm so excited because I, my goal is again, knowledge, giving people the knowledge to be successful in their business and empower them. Mm, I love that. Cause as a solopreneur, it's challenging to be the graphic designer, copywriter, um, data analytics person. And, um, you know, there's this delicate balance between what you can do organically. This is not like it was even six or seven years ago, right? Not at all. They changed. So, so there is this idea that I even believe, which may be false based on what you're saying is that it's like pay to play. And it's like, the more you pay, the more you can play. But if you can't, if you don't do that, then what? Like, cause you're, there's this like tricky spot. Like if you're not an influencer, then you don't get the collabs, right? The collabs help to like blow it, blow your database up. And then it, you, or you pay thousands of dollars a month just to get to build and grow your database. So it's, it's really tricky. Um, so I'm not even, like, I'm so limited by my belief system around that. Like what you're saying is not even going in. Yeah. It's <laughs> so literally what you said is exactly what is happening is there is an ingrained, like limiting belief in the industry of how ads should run for solopreneurs that you have to start organically. You have to grow to a certain amount and then you can run ads. And that's just not the truth. Um, and it, in fact, it actually is detrimental to a business. And I don't have to go into like the details and stuff, but I personally never saw accounts getting shut down like they are until I entered this industry, until I left the tech world and came here. And then it was like, what is happening? Why is everyone talking about their account getting shut down? Until I actually went into accounts because people said like, well, you look at my account, tell me what happened. And I was like, oh, I can tell you exactly why it got shut down because of ABC. Like you shouldn't do it like this. And they were like, but an agency ran it. Mm -hmm. So after I started looking at that, I realized, well, it's because it's being taught wrong. It's because everybody in, whether it's the coaching space or even just like the small business space, you know, coming out of the tech space into this world, it's just, you're not exposed to the same knowledge and you're exposed to incorrect knowledge. Mm -hmm. you're, ex you're exposed to dated information that's hurting your account fascinating wow really we really got to stay on top of it don't we and it's yeah. it can be it can be uh daunting uh yeah. at least for me because i like to get sleep right i'm really into sleep i think it's a huge factor in maintaining our vitality and aging gracefully um i don't sleep 12 hours a night but i try to like you know wind down and then you know get a good solid eight hours some people think that that's totally indulgent i don't know how sleep going for you because how, yeah. how old is your youngest 
My youngest is 19 months. Okay. Yeah. So you're probably just catching up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really am. Um, I have actually been really blessed with amazing sleepers. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> they're very sleepy, but um, yeah, sleep is so important. So important. Yeah. Just to like function normally. I mean, we don't, we talk so much about like what to eat and we talk about all these things that we should do or not do. Um, but we don't really talk about it, like how to condition our nervous system. And so I oftentimes, yeah, I also, so like sleep is really key. Of course, hydration is key, but like the tonification of the nerve fiber is, is a really important practice to consider, mm-hmm. um, whether we're in our diet or whatever. And I think that like with three children, all below the age of five, you said five and under five, three and one. <laughs> I mean, that is like so intense. <laughs> I mean, it is. I was asking Susie before the episode. I'm like, how is it even quiet at your home? Like, <laughs> they're at the park. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a, what a gift. <laughs> just for a yeah. Moment. yeah. But there's just, just no, nothing better. I mean, I'm such a family gal. I'm the loyal, loyal family gal, but how do you like manage the, the whole, um, like having time for your husband with the kids and your health, you know, and the business? We, we have to make time. Honestly, we really do. And we both work from home, which is great because we, you know, we get to see each other throughout the day. Um, but it's really hard. It's hard because you are so exhausted after working. And then, you know, once you're done working, you want to be very, very present with your children. So you're go, go, go. And then once they're asleep, we just like lay back on the couch and we're like, oh my goodness, that was a lot, but it's, making sure that you schedule the time. We're really fortunate that we have the help that we can have those date nights. Uh, we have to be really proactive about it, yeah. but you know, that's what marriage is. Like you can't just let it go. You, you need to work on it and you need to make sure that you're, you're, you know, proactively keeping it healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you got into tech, was that like by accident or was it something that you studied in college? So I, interestingly enough, I started in finance. I graduated in 2008. Um, So you're like a systems person. I am. Yeah. By like, by nature, I'm very analytical. I'm very like my, what's funny is I have, you know, I have my mastermind group right now and something that a lot of people don't love to do is financial modeling. I love financial modeling. (laughs) And so I like built them all their financial models. And I was like, this is what you're going to do. If you make this many sales and they were just like, how'd you do this? I was like, I, I by nature and math, which is why I love the data. I love the data behind ads. I love the data behind automation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started in finance. I graduated in 08, which if you remember, it was a crazy time in the market and finance and everything crashed. Yeah. Um, so I left finance and I, I was like, well, what am I going to do? And I just, you know, one of the things that I asked somebody who like, new an entrepreneur. I was like, what is like, can I ask them what I know? I want to be an entrepreneur someday. I just have no idea. And they told me, they were like, you need to learn sales. If you don't know what you, you need to do and you know, you're going to get a job, you're not going to start a company now, learn sales. So I went into sales. I went into software sales and then kind of naturally transitioned to like the tech world, got my MBA at UCLA. And from there I interned at Google and then was at Google for a long, long time. So interesting. You've, you've learned so much over these years and I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, it, and it, a lot of these women, these solopreneurs, myself included, were visionaries, were creative. And so uh, we, you know, that's usually not a, a strength is this uh, finance systems, number crunching data piece, which is so critical for our success. 
Yes. And that is why I create all of it in my programs. Honestly, it's, it's why it's be, it's, I love that you said that because one of the things that I want to really like dispel is that you can't have automation if you're a creative, if you're a visionary, if you're a solopreneur, because what I actually think is automation is sexy. Like automation is actually what allows you to lean back and be more in flow because you have everything, you know, running in the background and you're not hustling for the next sale. Um, and then in terms of systems, that's why I want to have a program where people can just kind of grab it and not have to create it from scratch. Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Like templates and whatnot. Yeah, that would be ideal. Is that something you're working on or something that's going to, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I love that. So I um, would love to know if you have any words of wisdom for our listeners. Um, these are women who, some of them are really struggling and they're just trying to pick up the pieces and, uh, and move forward and it's a grind for them. So if any words of wisdom that you can provide would be really, really helpful. Honestly, I, when, you know, I have clients that feel that way too. And I always like to tell them I was there too. I kind of gave a little hint as to like what I was experiencing five years ago, but it was hard. I truly did not know like what the next day would be like. I did not know if I was going to ever overcome like severe postpartum. Mm -hmm. And I felt very handcuffed to my business. I felt very handcuffed to my, my job. Um, it was a really good job. I did well. So I felt handcuffed to it. I could never like live my dream. What I like to tell people is no matter what, like look at the bigger picture, always try to look at the bigger goal and know that it's there. You just have to be open to the possibility. You have to be open to knowing that like the universe has your back. If you are open to the possibility and you're open to accepting something that will come your way to help you get to that final goal, nothing's going to stop you. I love that. Open to the possibility. And as women, uh, we need to move into that role, I believe, as we age, especially. Um, some of, there are some bodies of work that call it, you know, we, we move into our queen phase, Yeah. you know, and, and that's all about receiving. And receiving is, is about openness. And it can yeah. be hard to stay open in the face of rejection or in the face of difficulty or, you know, chronic fatigue or whatever it is that we're going through, you know? So I love that you said that open to possibility. Yeah. Being in your receiving energy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been such an honor to be with you. Yeah. Um, so uh, where can people find you and what should they do? So uh, they should schedule time with you. Of course, uh, everyone listening should schedule time with her. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty- I mean, I, I always tell people I offer free consultation. So if you go to suzycrawford.com, you'll see it's a very simple, just like link tree. Um, but you can schedule a free call with me. And what I love to tell people is when you hop on a call with me, it is not like a sales call. I'm, I hope you can see that for my energy. I'm really here to serve and to just help people. So schedule a call and then I can see, you know, if it makes sense to work together. And if at the very least you'll leave with some strategy or a smile on your face. I love that. SusieEdwards.com and we'll out. SusieCrawford.com. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. SusieCrawford.com. C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D. And we'll include that in the show notes. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. My goodness. Thanks so much for being with us today and um, yeah, be well. All right. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.